Hey there, and welcome to day 328 of Don't Forget Your Worth, the podcast of the matching YouTube channel that's titled Just the Same. I'm Andrea. Little Scarlet, she just got a bath tonight. It's the 4th of July, you guys. Happy 4th. And so we're just shaking out and getting ready for bed. I can't imagine. Um, I'm going to hear fireworks out here. Like I say, I'm at a cabin out in the woods. And uh, the seriously, the... Um, just the fire warnings are immense out here and they have to be taken super seriously. So whereas, you know, they're all breaking the rules in town, I'm sure there's stuff going off. Um, I, I'm hopeful that tonight there isn't going to be too much trouble because like I say, it's 10 already. I haven't heard even one crack of anything and little Scarlet is just laying here sleeping. So oh, just fingers crossed because not every doggo does okay with fireworks. You know, Griffin, oh my gosh, he could have cared less. He's like, the more the merrier, you know, no big deal. But I didn't kind of know how Scarlet might handle it. So um, she's pooped, had just a great day. I went to a neighboring town, went to a parade, went to a rodeo, um, was going to stay put for fireworks, but I just kind of decided, you know what, get back in position get ready for the week, um, get some writing done, which I did, and, uh, um, you know, call it a happy fourth. I mean, I've had just a killer great day right down to a wonderful ice cream cone. I'm like, God is so good. Like, the best food today. I mean, I even, I made like a, I made bacon, crispy bacon, and made like BLTs, you know, to take with me on the road, and I just couldn't have had a better time. And again, like I say, so solo lobo, it was just me. Um, you know, I reached out to my kiddos and find out what everybody's kind of up to the for the fourth and that sort. But it's just me. It's just the craziest, silliest, weirdest, funniest thing. But then I thought this too, like, I mean, I love being single, like super independent, just like, I mean, on a dime, I didn't know if I was driving to Estes. I could have driven to Estes Park today if I wanted to. I didn't know if I was going to stay put. I didn't know if I was going to go anywhere until I was just going. And I was thinking that as I'm driving over there and all the windows are down and the music is up and I'm just having the time of my life. I'm like, you know what? That would have been so different had I been with somebody. It would have been like, so what do you think about maybe going to, you know, blah, 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 or like you know how you'd get caught going to the 4th of July barbecue and you'd have to bring whatever they told you to bring, a side or a dessert, and you would have to, do you know what I mean? I just don't have that life. I have this amazing, independent, on a dime, if you want to, like, spontaneous life, and I love it like that. And I know that when the Lord's timing is right, and my person decides to show up, it'll all work out. But it's like, for the now, you guys, I tell you what, I just, higher than a kite, like clam, happy as a clam at high tide. <laughs> as a friend of mine says, um, just absolutely thrilled. I just could not have had a better day. As much as I would have loved to have shared it with somebody, I love just being by myself and with the Lord. And just having a free open day too. So it's like, I think it's just me usually trying to make the best of whatever the Lord has handed me because it's all a gift, isn't it? So I'm just happy to be feeling better, y'all. So I'll tell you what. So, okay, I wrote tonight, 
like when I was on my drive, I'm like, oh my gosh, you've got to find that piece in the vault. And the piece in the vault that's never been published before was called Too Many Johns. And you know what? I just can't find it. Like I ran a search. I ran an advanced search. I snooped in some old emails. I, you know, because I knew that I'd probably send it to my mama like way back in the day. I mean, you guys were talking a long time ago. And this story, it's a miracle story that needed to be rebirthed. And so I just rewrote it. In fact, when I find the other one titled the same, it'll be neat to kind of compare and see how our mind, just like that game of telephone, how it relays things. Oh, excuse me. Like, oh, excuse me. Like, how does it change? You know, like, would it, would I have recounted it the same? I don't know. It'll be interesting to see when I finally do find it. But I just rewrote it tonight because, of course, I know this story well. It's a good one. It's a miracle story just for you guys on 4th of July called Too Many Johns. And so it begins. My wicker baskets for car camping were packed and by the front door all ready to go. Smoked almonds, dried fruit and peach-flavored water just tastes like a road trip to me. Never in the history of ever has the carbonated peach water not fizzed over and ran down my wrists and to my elbows and sugared up some clothes or a down comforter. But I always think, maybe not this time. <laughs> Never. The feather bed lined the back seat and filled the footwells and the down comforter and down pillows all took their plaid place. My journal, my Bible, my music, check, check. The family of chargers and the flashlight, the lantern, fresh batteries for everyone, check. I was loaded with anticipation and completely kiddo-free when I took the call that changed everything. Record temperatures, he said, if I were you. I wouldn't do it. I didn't, every minute wishing that I did. Now what? June had been flat crazy, flat doing what I could to make myself crazy. <laughs> Father had told me that I would meet somebody named John that would have great significance and impact. Whatever the what that even means, I didn't know. I told a few close friends and they wondered and waited and told me to tell them when I met him. Instead, this. I met about 20 some odd Johns in about 30 days running. It got so comical that I could predict it. Like the Lord was just playing with me every time. I'd wonder if they were the one. John. Significance. Impact. After service, my girlfriend of ways down the row said, Hey, Andrea, you have to meet my nephew this morning. Come say hi. I leaned over to my friend and said, Just watch. His name will be John. And with a few scoots down our row and a smile and a handshake, yes, yes, we'll all be. It was yet one more John. It was getting comical. It was getting tiring. Frankly, God, this is, this is getting kind of annoying. Nothing seems to click. Plenty of Johns, but nothing. Significance. Impact. 
With one phone call, my plans had changed for the 4th of July. I was no longer going into Estes Park. I walked by the carefully packed baskets each time I entered the house, realizing I would need to move those before my baby ducks came back from visitation with their dad. But nothing for days now. In fact, no plans at all. I remembered that the church was hosting a 4th of July picnic down on the front lawn. So having served for a couple years by then, I knew I could go with a fresh welcome. I was fixing a hamburger when Rachel walked up to me in the condiment line as I was grabbing a napkin. Oh, Andrea, I'm so glad you're here. I have to tell you something. All right, why? What's going on? Tell me. I asked her, toppling the top bun and holding my napkin in my hand over my eyes squinting at her against the blaring July sun. I was at a bar last night, and there was a guy just sitting on a stool and telling people about Jesus. At a bar, Andrea, he spoke just like you did. The guy actually sounded a lot like you when you teach. Casual, funny, but he was super compelling and convincing. You could tell people were intrigued, she said, loaded with amazement. In words. At a bar, I asked. Is he here? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Seems so funny, but it was actually really cool. What's his name? I asked. John, she said. Rachel, take me to him, I said. My red, white, and blue quilt I had laid out in the shaded grass was now sitting in bright sun. Rachel showed me where John was and I threw my blanket right next to him as he sat with a paper plate in front of him on the grass. I sat down and I looked at him and without any introduction or conversation, I said, John, I'm Andrea and I believe you have a message for me. So I give you five minutes and go. I thought I would throw him. I half thought he would laugh. I took my first bite of hamburger, flat ready to listen all ears, and without hesitation, John spoke. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. I have been looking for you. I came all the way from North Carolina to tell you that a woman that is passing, that lives in Savory, Wyoming, she has a ranch property and no family to leave it to, and that she wants it to be used for ministry. Does this mean anything to you? I didn't answer him, but instead I asked Rachel, who was lying on her back with sunglasses on, head on the quilt, just listening. (laughs) Rachel, are you hearing any of this? Because she knew. My full women's study knew. They knew the vision. They knew what I'd been told. They prayed it would happen. I'm hearing every word, Andrea, and I cannot even believe that I am experiencing this, she said, as she wiped away the tears that were racing from her eyes towards her sideburns past. Yeah. Yes, it does, I said to him. Thank you for being faithful to that word. 
I actually understand it to entirety. But North Carolina? Where are you staying? What are, what are you doing here? Mm, I've been doing carpentry, framing, because it took me about two months to find you, he said. So the good news is that I get to go home now. I thought that was it, but it wasn't. Many months later, John called me on the phone, and in an unexpected, almost ceremonious banter, delivered a declaration of apostleship over my life. He warned me of the spiritual warfare that would come against before the full anointing would be delivered. And I've got to tell you, I packed that incident away. Women, (laughs) apostles, me, um, I just didn't buy into the anointing. But he told me that wouldn't make a difference. It just is. Significance, impact, John. And so it was. If Father impresses something on your spirit, listen to him and believe him. If Father shows you something in a vision and it follows you, it flat doesn't go away. It is for you. If Father has shown you a thing or two that you should do next, just do it, sweet one. In obedience and love, take the next steps. Write the text. Make the call. Get in the car and drive there. Don't wait. Not one more day. Listen and obey. You can't outrun the prophecy. The prophecy is still being fulfilled. And you have a wild purpose. He has just you and only... Ooh. (laughs) And you have a wild purpose he has just you and only you in mind for. So report for duty. Walk into your anointing. That very thing that only you can do for him. In love and obedience, go. I love you. Isn't that a crazy story? Like, so crazy, you guys, that... For a bazillion years now, I've just packed it away in the vault. And yet today, I couldn't help but think about that. I'll tell you what, I still even have, I have the red, white, and blue quilts. And I bring them out. They are stored away with my um, 4th of July decorations. And I bring them out each year, and I I have two of them, because they used to be um, two quilts on a bunk bed in Dakota's room. And I have two. And, you know, I put the one out over the barrister uh, railing of the deck um, this 4th of July here at the cabin. And when I was leaving today to go on my, you know, picnic and, you know, rodeo and fireworks, I brought it with me, you know, on the chance that I'd need it to either, you know, sit on or huddle under whatever. I brought it with me. And it was that very blanket that just got me to thinking about this same 4th of July, where I did not go into Estes Park, and I was absolutely kicking myself. 
but then I realized the significance of why. Like the Lord just showed up in a crazy, most miraculous, most unexpected, most like, I just still to this day don't even know what to think of that. And I even thought, I'm like, you know what, Andrea, you have phones in the garage right now in storage and chargers like tubs separate and far away from them. But I'll bet you anything that I could find that gentleman named John that was here from North Carolina, I could find his number if I really, really, really wanted to. And I'd have to have the Lord impressed that that's something that I'm supposed to do. I could not tell you what his last name was. All I knew, like I say, would be a South Carolina prefix because he was visiting from there. Um, That would be it. But I'm telling you what, like, the Lord did a thing. Like, he showed up. He showed himself so real to me through that experience. Um, It was unbelievable. Now, the interesting thing is Savory, Wyoming. I think when I looked it up, in fact, I'll look it up again tonight, I will. You guys, absolutely, this teeny tiny little space, like not even close to Colorado, not even close to where um, I felt like I was being called into. Not to mention this teeny town, I think that I decided, I'm like, they wouldn't even have schools necessarily that would support my kiddos. I couldn't move because of the visitation schedule is what my initial thought was at the very beginning of, you know, our visitation and, you know, just from what I knew at that stage of the game. And so, again, I just looked at it as symbolism, as something that was symbolic of the Lord showing me, this is what it's going to look like, Andrea. It's going to be nothing that you do. It's going to only be a miracle of God. And I still sit here, like I've said it to you guys. I know even, I think it was even, well, I know it. It was just my piece yesterday, I think, because I just came back to the podcast where I was saying, I feel like I have things figured out of how Andrea can do this. Even though the Lord has said repeatedly, no, I'm going to get the glory for this. I'm going to do this so that it points to nobody but me. Like, do you know what I mean? And it's like, oh gosh, can I just steal about tell you how hard that is for me to believe? It's so hard for me to believe that I can just be like, yep, I'm just going to, you know, take the steps and ask and it will be given. And it's like, that's scary, you guys. That is super scary. And yet everything that he said to me, is like, Andrea, I have been impressing on these people for years. I have prepared them for you to ask. I have, you know, and it's like he's done the work and all these pieces are being put into spaces and places and I'm still sitting here going, I just don't know. And isn't that silly? Because 4th of July is one of my favorite holidays and the spiritual temperature is amazing to me whenever I go into Estes Park. Like every time I come back, I'm always like, whoa, it is so, it has such impact that, I mean, seriously, I just am like, oh, whoa, wait, who am I? What's my name? Oh, that's right. I have three kids. Oh yeah, that's right. I have to go to that job of mine tomorrow. You know, like I'm just saying that's how far removed I am by the spiritual experience usually of what happens in Estes. 
And I feel like I've had that. I feel like I've had so many sweet little epiphanies in the last couple of weeks. I think that even my being sick was part of that. It was part of him getting me quiet and getting me still and just allowing him to do some real head and heart work that needed to be done. Because you guys, I have got to get this figured out. And I feel like timing is finally coming into place. I have many friends that feel like my person is going to happen along. I think that's just hilarious because I don't have that. (laughs) I'm like, that's so funny, y'all. You just are just knock yourself out right there. But I, I don't have that same indwelling, if you will. I just don't have that same gut feeling. But stranger things, I'll tell you what, it's going to be a crazy week, you guys. We're at Monday. It's the 4th of July. I'm only going to work a couple days here. And then I actually am going into Denver. And I'm so excited. Um, I'm going to be with a favorite client of mine. And uh, um, we're going to go in and shop the design district there for their project. And take in a little concert out of Red Rocks Amphitheater and that sort while I'm there. And I am so excited for the short week and just this break, I think it had a lot with why I didn't drive like a bazillion hours into Estes is I knew I was going to be right back in the car <laughs> and driving, you know, up to Denver. So um, I think everything's just working out just the way that it's supposed to. I hope you enjoyed that story. I hope that wasn't like too extra crunchy. We were like, whoa, girl, that is strange. Can I tell you something? It was strange. Can I tell you something? It's still strange. But the thing is, it's still being fulfilled. Like there's nothing I can do about it. You hear me in this podcast when I write, I use those words and so it was, you guys, and so it is. It really is. It's like walk right into your purpose and what you've been called here to do and be obedient and listen and take that next step. No matter what that is, it's personal to you, but I believe for everything that you know exactly what that is. So just go do it. And I will be chatting at y'all tomorrow. Have a great night. Happy 4th.